We've been talking uh, in the last half hour uh, and, and continue to about this interest rate hike today. Surprising in that it was higher or bigger than most expected. A lot of people expected 75 basis points, 0.75%. It went up by a full percentage point. Already uh, major lenders in the country are following suit. Uh, expectations are really that it will further chill what had been a scorching hot housing market and something else we've talked about a lot on this show as borrowing costs continue to rise. It is the fourth consecutive interest rate increase since March and the biggest. Here's Lori Campbell. She's a, with the financial advisement firm Bromwich and Smith. Those going for renewal are going to be have a sticker shock when their their mortgage uh, amount goes up every month simply to cover this insurmountable interest that has now been added on. And you know it's going to be a situation where a lot of people are going to be rethinking whether they can continue to afford that home. Average prices have fallen since March across the country. The Canadian Real Estate Association said today's hike will do nothing to reverse that trend. Well, to discuss this all, I'm happy to welcome uh, mortgage professional Angela Kala. She's host of The Mortgage Show on Vancouver's Chorus Station, CKNW, and author of the bestseller, The Mortgage Code. Thanks so much for your time tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to be here. So, I mean, I guess this took everyone a bit off guard, That <laughs> just not the hike. Everyone, we were talking about the hike on the show yesterday, but the 1%, how about you? Yeah, definitely. I was surprised. Um, but for our mortgage planning practice, we were anticipating 75 basis points today, but we were also expecting another 75 basis points in September. So when we're making our comparison analysis for people to decide which rates they want and which products they're going to choose that fit into their overall financial plan for their life stage, we're not basing rates on what they are today. We're basing rates based on what they were stress tested at. And we're basing the options and the recommendations based on where we have known prime to be because we were in emergency rate territory for the last few years, which has always been something that could not last forever. It was not sustainable. I guess you're always looking over your shoulder at those very, very low rates, thinking they're going to have to change due to something at some point. Uh, I guess they're changing Absolutely. pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. What, and, and what is the... You yeah. can't, well, sorry. Go ahead. You can't discount how much of an opportunity people had to prepay their mortgages throughout that period of time. Yes, this is a, a significant increase. But throughout the last few years, more Canadians than not have prepaid their mortgage balance significantly. So what impact will this have, do you think, on on people that you deal with? Uh, you know, I know we have the stress test, so we believe that that most people are okay, but this may put the squeeze on people and there's not a lot left to squeeze, is there? No, there's not. And really, this comes down to the alignment of the professionals, essentially, that they have throughout the duration of guiding them through their financial plans. If you have a mortgage and you didn't have a strategy attached to it, then of course it's very scary and it is very fearful. However, for all the variable rate clients that we have, we have an inflation hedge strategy and we always recommended paying their mortgage as if it were a fixed rate. So then they were getting all the benefits of a reduced amortization and the most contribution of principal into their mortgage. And so what Canadians are faced with right now is they can definitely take a few steps to protect themselves 
uh, and, and optimize and plan for the future. And the first uh, thing that they need to do is complete a personal budget to determine the total cost of their housing and have a complete understanding of what the expectation is of where rates will go. While we can't have a hundred percent certainty, we have pretty good clarity that they are on an aggressive um, motion to increase rates as much as possible. But to kind of give you a little bit of perspective, in April 2008, Prime was 4.75, Bank Prime. So now we're in 2008 territory. And in July of 2007, just the year beforehand, Prime was at 6.25. We fully expect that it's not unlikely that Prime can go there. So knowing that, we have to plan with our finances and we have to take a look at what are what are my expenses? Am I having lines of credit payment, credit cards and car loans outside of my mortgage that I need to adapt a different strategy for to protect myself? And then when I'm making my mortgage plan and my mortgage payments, I need to plan that if interest rates did go up, my amortization and my balance would be low enough that I won't have mortgage payment shock. And people kind of ignored that a little bit because for the last decade, we've had such low interest rates, but it's been a fundamental for the last nearly 20 years that we've always implemented in our practice in order to help Canadians not be led by fear of erratic markets. So what are some of the habits that you see out there that would keep you up at night if you were doing them? If I was which? If, what are some of the habits that you see around this, around mortgage, not preparing for these sorts of hikes? Are there things out there that you would warn quickly against right now, now that we know rates are, are going up, they're going to go up uh, tomorrow, we know from lenders, and they're going to continue to go up, we think, at least for the next, uh, for the rest of 2022? Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, the first thing that you need to do is create a budget and understand what the total cost of housing is that you can afford uh, and what expenses you have. Combing through your bank statements should be an annual thing, just like you do your taxes every year. You know, you see the dentist at least once a year, all those things. Um, a proactive mortgage plan and strategy is the foundation of any financial plan. And being in the wrong mortgage strategy or being in the wrong mortgage plan can literally add uh, decades of financial ruin to any Canadian. So it's really important that that proactive mortgage strategy is there. And when you're looking at the interest rate that you get, you can't just look at the interest rate that you're getting today. You have to look at the area that you were stress tested at and make sure that you have a mortgage that's flexible enough that when the market shifts, you can take advantage of it. Or if you were to lock in, but instead of locking in, you took that and front loaded paying down your mortgage by making that payment instead of guaranteeing it in interest. Um, you know, it really depends on what life stage you're at. Also, this will be the biggest increase I foresee in the reverse mortgage market. So for those who are retired over 55 on a fixed income, they have the opportunity to completely flip the switch right now. And they can take a mortgage, which is not a taxable event, um, to pay out a mortgage that they're currently paying monthly for and not have to impact their OAS. They can still live the life that they design. And this economic period that we will be in uh, for hopefully, you know, a short period of time doesn't have to impact 
the quality of the life that they have been building for decades and decades. So depending on what life stage you're at and what type of lifestyle you're looking to design and live, being open and honest and reviewing that consistently will really help you. And then on the other side, you can really protect yourself if you have a mortgage coming up for renewal in the next 12 months. You don't have to wait 12 months. You can absolutely get a rate hold today, watch the market, and then get out of that mortgage and secure this option early and protect yourself for the next five years with that proactive mortgage plan and strategy in place. And, you know, we look at times right now where rates have gone up significantly since February and people right now are talking about the differences. But anytime there's a change in the bond market or prime of 0.5%, there's always an opportunity to adjust your mortgage strategy and review if it's worth it to redo your mortgage or modify your payment to ensure that you're optimizing the market to your own personal family's best advantage. Not, you know, not all the outside noise, but what is going to actually help you with your personal financial goals. And then on the other end, if you're looking at making a purchase, it's no surprise that your borrowing power has gone down 20% in the last few months, but there are options for you. There are if you decide to take certain types of rates and products, you can qualify for more and then you can decide to change and modify those products later if you want to, to be able to take advantage of the market. And there's also lenders that have up to 40 year amortizations. If that's what you need for your personal family and household at that time. And we had those products back in 2006, in 2007. And then when interest rates went down so significantly, they removed that because they didn't want people not to establish equity. And some lenders removed them and some lenders just put them on pause. And those are for people who have over 20% down payments. But we know that as Canadians, we've been hoping that the federal government would change the CMHC cap to allow for higher purchase prices and also uh, for longer amortizations to combat or offset the changes that we're having to make to impact what their goal is, is to uh, tame inflation. So there still are tools that they can use. And you have to know that there's many, many options out there. There's some lenders that aren't even using stress tests. So Canadians have more options than they've ever had before with all the banks, trust companies, and credit unions. And it's a matter of aligning yourself with those right professionals that can give you unbiased advice and help you navigate the changes so you don't feel led by fear. Angela Cal is our guest this half hour. She's host of The Mortgage Show on Vancouver's core station CKNW and author of The Mortgage Code. Uh, when we come back, we'll just continue on with the advice. Why not? It's what we're here for. Stick around. We're talking an interest rate hike today. The Bank of Canada uh, driving up interest rates by a full percentage point to 2.5%. That's the biggest single jump since 1998. Uh, lenders tomorrow have already said they'll be increasing their rates to 4.7%. Angela Calla is my guest this half hour. She's host of The Mortgage Show and author of The Mortgage Code. Uh, so Angela, away from the advice and on to what's going on out there, uh, what's happening? What's going to happen to the housing market, do you think? We've already seen it cool down. We're seeing predictions it's going to get worse. Clearly, if you're a buyer, you're, you're going to step out of this for, and see where this all settles. I don't 
get the impression anyone's too eager to run out and start borrowing money right now. Um, where do you think this is all going to head? Well, you know, I find that very interesting. I mean, I think people are certainly going to take a pause, but the numbers that I'm still that aren't that aren't changing is the fact that we have hundreds of thousands of people that still are looking to immigrate to Canada that are that are coming back and we still have a housing supply. So unless we increase our supply, while we may take a pause, while everybody's assessing their scenarios, people still need somewhere to live. And if we don't have the supply here, whether it be rental or homes to purchase, then they will move to other provinces where they can. And right. when you hear of immigrants coming, um, you know, interprovincially or, or from abroad, they move where they can get homes. Yeah, well, well, not really. I mean, they go to where they they go to places. I mean, most of them will go to big centers where there are other people where they can find jobs. And all are going to move to to rural parts of the country so they can buy a house. Um, but what happens? Do you right, think to but the they housing? Need somewhere what, what, to live. what do you think? What What do you think? Right, but they're not going to move to rural Manitoba if they've immigrated to Vancouver. You know, it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you think happens to the housing market then? I mean, is is it going to be okay? Because really, what we're seeing now is we saw this incredibly overheated market. People paying prices they couldn't really afford. Um, and now we're having this sort of reckoning. So where do you think things are going to go from here? Well, uh, I feel that it's cyclical. I feel that they'll bring out some other tools that they've brought back that they've used in the past. And I feel there will be a pause, but this continues to be one of the most desirable places to live from people around the world. And I see more multi-generational planning happen. I mean, there was never a time then where people thought real estate was really affordable. Do you ever remember a time where people said real estate was cheap and it was easy to obtain? Yes, I do actually. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really? absolutely. There wow. was, there wasn't, listen, there was a time, for instance, back when my parents bought their first place where it was certainly, mm-hmm. certainly miles more achievable than it is today. I mean, it's just, it's not even, you can't, it's apples and oranges. I mean, the fact is yeah. nowadays on the average salary, you cannot buy a home. You cannot, unless you put yourself into a, absolutely massive amount of debt borrowing and when this happens when rates go up here we are right this is where you see this kind of thing go on but yeah no i mean obviously well, the value of the i mean it was never cheap enough because i mean my my parents never found it cheap um or else they would have owned a hundred homes right but everybody right, but, worked yeah. as hard as they could and they all got gifts from family members and people right. worked together i mean whether you believe you can or you can't you are totally correct um, mm-hmm. It depends on where you're going to move and what choices you're going to make. It's all a choice. Where we live and what we do is a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, any last words of advice then to people tonight thinking, wow, that's a big jump. Uh, everything's going up. I have a variable rate mortgage or my mortgage is coming up for renewal. Um, you know, and again, you know, people should really buy one house. Don't you think, Angela? One house is good enough for all of us. Um, well, yeah, everybody uh, needs think, somewhere where, where, to live. Yeah, exactly. Part of the problem here is how much investment was going on, of course. Uh, how many people were buying mm-hmm. properties as investments as opposed to letting other people live in them. Uh, but where do you think it's going to go from here? What, what, do you, what do you tell people who are a little worried tonight? Well, it's completely natural. I mean, look at the world around us. We have so much uncertainty surrounding us. So my recommendation is to look at what we can control. Take a look at your personal budget. Protect your downside. Have an understanding of where the market's going to go and build your budget accordingly. That makes perfect sense. Angela Calla, thank you so much for your advice tonight. Much appreciated. Always a pleasure.